I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical dilemmas to relationship problems to brain-busting moral questions. Nice. The problems can be confusing to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will, will you, you like li- what, wait, will you, like oh, what you see, Tim Simons? Yeah. Hi. I know it always catches people off guard, doesn't it? Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like an introduction and and a question, but I wasn't exactly sure what the question was. Exactly, it's all of those things. <laughs> if the question is, do I want to look deep inside myself? I don't. <laughs> well, too You're bad. Have to. <laughs> That's all we do. You know Tim from Veep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Tim from Goosebumps. I was I was in Goosebumps with one Miss Amanda Lund. That's you guys right. were cop buddies. That's yeah. true. Have you guys thought of doing a spinoff of the cop spinoff? You know, um, it's been through. I've heard, you know, rumors. You have? Well, not really. Just no, from my re- own Only us from like talking. the text messages that we send yeah. one another. <laughs> Our private emails. Now, honestly, I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen You've pictures. Never seen I know. I've never seen it. I'm sorry. It's good. I know. I know. I've just never. I've listened. I've never. I wasn't invited to the premiere. Well, to, I don't think... Oh, did you go to the premiere? I think it, I was out of town. It was like in the daytime, and mm-hmm. I was back in Atlanta, actually. Oh. Yeah. Um, listen, but so I... So you're just mad, I guess, at Jack Black for not inviting you? I'm mad at... Who was it? Paramount? Oh, yeah. You yeah. have a vendetta against, against Paramount. Against Paramount. Um, whenever I, any movie I don't get invited to the premiere of, then I have a beef. You refuse so to rampage. see it. Yes. You were furious at not being... But I know what happens to you guys in it. But well, I don't know what happens to you. No spoilers. But Amanda gets frozen, but not dead frozen, right? I'm not going to spoil the movie. You've got to see. But let's just say we, there were some very exciting practical makeup effects going there on. There were oh, some yes. very exciting practical makeup effects. And I, one thing that actually, that is the, I think my kids are now coming toward an age in which that might be the only thing that I've ever done that they would be able to watch. You don't They're, think Veep is appropriate? Not yet. <laughs> no. Not yet. Like that, like any, like I don't know. There's too much like skull fuck talk. There's a lot of like not, skull, not skull, in goosebumps, not in goosebumps. Well, it's implied, yeah, in goosebumps, well, but it's spooky. not spooky. So, yeah, it's, so there's how, a lot of spooky. How stuff. old are your children now? They are six years old. I they could probably see it. Maybe it's more like an eight year old movie. But... I think it's a little. I think it's especially Marty. He he's a little bit more nervous. I think Hopper could take it. Like his she could children's take it. names are Marty and Hopper. What cute Aren't, names! They're pretty. They so sound like a sweet. like a vaudeville team. And, I really and they're like twins. It. They are. Yeah, Marty it's and very, Hopper. Marty I and like Hopper. that a lot. Um, I think Hopper could take it. I think Marty needs to be a little bit older. It's pretty spooky. It's pretty scary. Uh, there was well, a Amanda's kid. in it. Huh? 
<laughs> there was a kid at our, um, like at the preschool that they went to. And, uh, and even though that, that girl was a little bit young, but she had seen it. And mm-hmm. every time I came to pick up the kids, she talked to me about Goosebumps. Aww. And that picture of all the practical makeup, I went back and found it and showed it to her. And blew, it blew her little, like, six-year-old mind. Wow. That was great. That's like Laura Exciting. used to be on our basketball team. Her daughter had watched Goosebumps. Yeah, she, she and- was a big fan. And also they did, okay, so you know how Goosebumps obviously were books first. And then off of the movie movie they did an original book based on the movie You're in it and tim and i are both in it wait really yeah it's like a goosebumps the movie book and i were in it as the cops wait pictures is it the of you? plot of the movie i think so yeah oh, it's okay. actual like pictures of us from the movie i like, remember those kinds screenshots. of screenshots maybe you can get the book for your kids that might be a little less scary can, i'm actually really excited can you about pull this. it up on amazon yeah, let me see if it's on there i know i actually just got like a google alert about it saying someone bought it uh, yeah i get, a, get one every you i get, get a, a cut yeah <laughs> i don't thumbs. know i don't know if this I, I wonder if like if i told somebody about this later like i bought a book that had a picture of me in it to read to my kids <laughs> if they would be like that is the most self-centered no thing. it teaches them to read yes, it teaches um, them to love to read goosebumps yeah. the movie the movie novel and you can get it for six dollars. I'm gonna do that. What are you in the background? In the- um, no, we're not. We're not in here. But I know there's a picture of us in it. That's awesome. One of the yeah. things I really enjoyed about that is that Amanda um, had a, a whole backstory involving milkshakes that I feel like was never fully <laughs> explored that? in the movie. Yeah, but it's that? nice that we had it. I know. Well, we had a whole romance that was cut. Yeah, we had a whole romance that was cut. Like I'm we're telling you guys, what do we a don't, spinoff. There were I'm, no spoilers. Yeah. But yeah, there was a, a cut romance. Well, um, at the that, end when we were, I was taking the perp out of the car and we were holding hands or yeah. something. Yeah. We oh, perp walked the guy in. Wait, why were you holding hands? You were on the job. I know, but it was such it's a small town. Yeah, it's it was a small like... town. <laughs> yeah. Well, had... Okay. Yes. No. 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 I. I. I want to see it for sure. It's on Netflix, right? It is. Is it? I think so. Okay. Well, it's on next on my list. It's. It's actually quite good. I believe it. There is no reason I shouldn't have seen it, and I apologize. I mean, I. Apology saw, I saw mascots. I know you did. And that, and I was only in, you know, five minutes of that. So, you know, you did listen. I get it. I also haven't seen your New Girl episode. Do you want I don't care about that. TV's you were in New Girl? Different. Yeah, I had a guest star, a New Girl. Yes. She came out with her pants off. Uh-huh. When was it? Uh, oof, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't believe you've seen my parenthood where I had a scene with the one and only, uh, what's his name? Jack Shepard? <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy from Parenthood, um, Ray Romano. I didn't know you were on Parenthood. <laughs> Ray Romano was on Parenthood? I think. Yeah, I have think you, he was. Have you checked out My Life in Pieces? No. Where I played a Swedish masseuse? No. <laughs> I did see that one. I don't you know, actually think I was Swedish. A lot, you haven't watched any Drunk Histories in the last like three years. Uh, I will I, I'm not going to confirm that. Because that's not true. Because I go to the premieres and I see two Ooh, plus someone episodes. Someone gets invited to the premieres. Interesting. And that's how they see it. That's very interesting. And then when they don't get, then they don't watch the rest of the series. <laughs> that's interesting. I, uh, that's not, you know, it's, it's, we don't have Comedy Central, but I, I, I don't not watch them. Okay. I don't not watch Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we all have things to watch and I don't hold it against anyone if maybe... Honestly, I was never, ever upset about it or even knew that you hadn't seen it until <laughs> Tim brought it up. 
No, I think I brought oh. it. <laughs> Wait, don't bring me into this. <laughs> so, Tim, we'd like to start off with mm-hmm. discussing if our guest has any little moral dilemma. We call him a little big one. Something that is on your mind that maybe you don't know how to answer yourself. You need some help from some some real life gurus. Okay. I think I have one. Oh, Because it's been on my, it's come up in conversation a couple times over the last few weeks. And I feel like in the conversations I've had about it, I, I thought that my opinion on it, or at least what I think is my opinion on it, and it's a developing thing. Mm -hmm. I thought I was in the majority. I thought that when I brought this up, I was going to be, people would be like, oh yes, absolutely. Oh. Okay. But, but, and, and, um, so I went, it's Westworld related. Okay. Great. Because, have you seen that show? Yes. Okay. I saw the first, I didn't see like the last two episodes of the first season. Am I missing out? Um, well, let's just say they go rogue. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Um, (laughs) you, you, you parsed that like it wasn't going to be a spoiler and then it was just, it was a huge spoiler. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I didn't say who they was. That's right. You could have meant craft service. Um, I, I went to uh, 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 I went to the premiere. A few yes, days, a fellow uh, a HBO yes, HBOer. I'm a I, fan. Yeah, sure. Uh, and but I've had this conversation with people over the last few weeks. I'm a I'm a really big fan of the show. It's incredibly well done. I understand what they are exploring as far as human nature and like what it means to be human and that sort of thing. But I find myself. Uh, unwilling or unable to connect emotionally with the show because ultimately there is a part of me that's like they're fucking robots turn them off yeah. like okay they wow. have feel they have feelings now they're robots they're it's a computer mm-hmm. turn it off wow so so i thought that everybody would be like oh yeah i have the same problem but everybody's looking at me like i have a lack of empathy now were you talking t- about this to the robots at the premiere <laughs> uh, I, I, I yes so I, you were and they were like no i can really connect with this character i'm playing and i was like boop boop beep boop <laughs> Go oh, no. away. Wow. See, that is... That- oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying like the actual robots. No, I haven't brought this up to the actors playing <laughs> the robots okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> because I don't want it to come across as... I, I don't want it to come across as like they aren't doing a good job emotionally connecting with what's happening. Their performances are good. Right. I All of that I understand. But even as I find myself being emotionally moved by what the robots are going through, ultimately my brain goes back to that is a robot. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I think this is something that humanity is going to have to deal with eventually of like, where is this line? What gives someone value of life really like yeah it like, is, is it crazy. consciousness is it having a soul is it like functioning and being intelligent as intelligent as a it's human? the blade runner dilemma it's it's the it, it, what makes you human what, what makes, makes you human? human what do you think gosh well i don't know because it's like you know in a way we're all machines right we're all built in some way i know we evolved and like we're part you know came from the earth basically but we are machines we have a beating heart and everything things things in us can be fixed you know we break down we get fixed does someone who comes from a machine rather than the earth or like that isn't natural is that not a real person well i don't know because it's to me it's like having consciousness and once they have consciousness i guess they're 
the same. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, how right? Because once they're self aware, or are they just are they are they now someone that has rights, but they aren't human? They're like a little bit beneath a human. Well, is it because we made them? Is that what's tripping you up? No, I think it's because I don't think it. I think it's because it comes down to like some like when i see like a robot get shot on the show or whatever there's that part of me that it's like i have the same (laughs) reaction to it as like i dropped my computer right i I don't think it's necessarily because we made them and so therefore they are they are sort of they're like can they feel pain i don't i think so i don't know well they seem to be able to feel emotional pain yeah but it's something about it it is it is are they really feeling it or is that just in their programming but does it matter what's that oh i think it's a little you're getting a phone call oh oh that's okay who (laughs) who isn't answer it on air no it's from a it's a number i don't recognize it's hbo going we know what you're doing we know what you're doing (laughs) yeah no i i totally agree because it's like okay so you see a person you know get slit open and guts fall out Mm -hmm. and then the robots it's just a bunch of tin cans in there Uh (laughs) (laughs) although they have fake they have fake guts in um in westworld don't they or no is it do they have fake guns? Guts. They, no, they have fake guts. Okay. It would be really mm. funny if, like, for all of the technological advances that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins came up with, they cut him open and just a bunch of tin cans and quarters bunch fall of bottle, out. Bottle caps. Yeah, bottle caps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. No, I totally relate to this dilemma. Now, let me pose um, this question to you. What about clones? Clones are human? Well, I think ultimately, <laughs> to me, like, that sort of becomes, like... Uh, like I mean, like I guess if we're talking about my own kids, like we sort of had to, like we had to, we had to go through IVF, and so like they were all sort of created in a lab and then thrown in there. But ultimately, they're still they're still a human being. So I think like if it was a cloned thing, like a cloned little zygote or whatever mm-hmm. egg, and then, and then you put that in somebody, and then they give birth to a baby. I'm not going to be like that's not a human baby. But is that ethic- I think that more rests on the ethical side of clo- of cloning. It's not that like like. You know, when you need help having a baby, that's that's one thing. But like cloning someone and making a carbon copy of them, is that morally right? Do, you know, do you guys watch Black Mirror? Mm-hmm. I've seen some of it. Um, so there's an episode you might want to check out. It might it, it might be interesting for you if this is something that's on your mind. The um, Star Trek one where they're all in the Star Trek spaceship. It's the latest season. Oh no, I, I haven't seen that one. You, is you might, Jesse Plemons? In yes, it? yes, he Big is. Fan of his. Yeah, he's great. So, um, yeah, they kind of explore this, but they're having basically this man. This isn't giving much away, but is stealing DNA and recreating these people in a virtual reality. But they are themselves, but they're duplicates of themselves in this virtual reality. So it's like, is that a VR version of you, a human? Right. If they're, it, if they're like, comp- like it, a hologram. Is it? It does the person actually exist, flesh and blood? No. And I would in, say no. Like if you can just flip a switch and it goes away, but they're still but they're feeling, feeling everything. everything. Whatever, you're a robot. Like, no, but you. Okay, just imagine you thinking you're you in a VR world that you can't mm-hmm. get out of, where you're being tortured. So your eternally. consciousness is there, but it's a duplicate consciousness. So your consciousness is also here. Am I feeling what no. my other dude? No, but that you one's are. feeling. That then one is. Whatever, flip the switch. Uh, 
Tim, you're, you're brutal. No, I. But this is the thing because, like, I because I, I wonder how far can we go down this road? Because how far can we go down this road? Because, like, as we sort of like even Elon Musk, who seems like kind of a turd most of the time, I do agree with him on the idea that, like, I mean, he's like anti-union and whatever. Like, beat a geek and beat a geek. And beat a geek. Oh, I thought you said beat a geek. Beat a geek. Like, <laughs> no. beat a geek. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not advocating for physical violence against Elon. Oh. I'm advocating for emotional violence against him. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. He is like, we should not pursue AI. Like, And I'm super into the idea of not doing that. So you're against AI in general. Yes. Okay, so this, I think, is maybe where your feelings are coming from. You don't want him around in the first place. No, but when but when we say this, it almost sounds like I'm racist against oh, robots. That, but see, I, I think that's interesting because I feel like there will come a point, and I think about this a lot because I'm like, what is it going to be like that the kids start doing that crosses my personal line where I'm like, nope, enough. The like kids. I can't. The, I'm the youth, you know. Like oh, but what <laughs> the kids? What are you, they're going to start roller skating past you know, my, my house, my and kids. I'm going to say no, thank you, no, I'm out. <laughs> But I'm like, is it when like if my I don't have any kids, but when I say I'm in my 50s and I have a daughter and she brings home a robot boyfriend or she's dating her phone? Like, is that am I going to be like, that's not real? But who am I to say that's not real? Yes, if well, she's I dating th- your phone, yeah, not my phone, but she's like, dating her own phone. This is a conversation. Like, so that when you have like when you like when I first had this conversation, we were out to dinner with friends. The people that I was talking to, they were they brought up some very good points about it. They were like, well, what if my kid, like, what if my kid, the kid that you know who's friends with your son, what if it turned out he was a robot? <gasps> I was like, that's a really good point. But you know he's not a robot. I know he's not No, a but robot. what if he was? Or, or but also, you know he's not. But you don't know that. I, I guess it would be different if, like, you adopted a five-year-old kid and you found out later he was a robot. There's no way to suddenly think maybe my kid is not a robot. Not your kid, your friend's kid. My friend's you're kid, like, they were like, if, if, my, oh. if it turned out my son was a robot, would you turn him off? And in my head, I was like... Well, you wouldn't turn them off if I have I to. I mean, if I have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think ultimately, over. if it all came down to it, if we were like, here's a human kid, and here's like the like the new version of a robot kid, and there's a big tornado coming, and you can only grab one. Wow. I'm grabbing the human kid. See, now because- you're really getting into it because you're right. I would also grab the human kid. Well, because you, grab- you can repair the robot kid. Yeah. You can just pick up all his limbs all over, you know, Kansas. Or just leave him out there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a robot. Wow. Like, you really you... hit a nerve with me here because at first I thought I was equal opportunity for robots until you said that. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not picking the robot up. No. I'm taking the human kid. And I and there is also like, and this is like a really, this like especially now that we're seeing like, I feel like this is a conversation we're going to have to start having yeah. as this all moves forward, especially as we start seeing sex robots coming out. Like people are like, people are legit starting to build those do you think that if men have a robot that is at their is at their disposal sexually that they will lose interest in real women and having to deal with kind of relationship issues and stuff like that if a man from a young age has a a, a robot that is beautiful and never aging and, and never complains there, never complains and is just there and they're allowed to be just a man do you think that then marriage will start declining and fam- and people start will stop having families? I don't I don't know. Well, we want to know. I, <laughs> I can I can imagine that if that were the case, that would be a, like a psychologically t- a terrible thing. No, that's the thing. That's what's scary. Well, but people are already kind of doing that now with like online relationships. 
you know, because you can have a whole relationship oh, with without someone ever online. Meeting with yeah, the and without ever, yeah. without ever having to deal with the reality of what it's like to actually be in a relationship. But yeah. if a man doesn't have to try to get a girl, doesn't have to. Well, men can already like go to prostitutes and also no, but a sex, but that's that's like a sex robot is literally there. It's. It's just it's 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 there's there's no conversation. Right. It's just this is my sex. But what if the sex robot brings up like I'm not into this today? That's interesting, and that's actually a good movie idea. It's a sex robot who's done, who doesn't want to do it anymore. But she's a sex robot. Wow. So what does she go and do? She runs for president. Yeah. <laughs> seems that seems like a big step. I feel no, like maybe I just think, like yeah, like county, that- like county. She runs for you know mayor. Ooh. Oh, mayor of this small town. What if she just takes up jogging? <gasps> oh my god! She just cute. like finds another thing. Like yeah. I was, I was defined by being a sex robot, now but I now jog. I'm, but now I'm the <laughs> now half I marathoner. Jog. Well, what about this? Okay, so if if we've done a big <laughs> dilemma before, where it was if there's a burning building and there was an old woman in a coma and a chimpanzee that knew 500 words in sign language, who would you rescue? So people have very different feelings about that, but I would say. It would be like if it was between a child and a pig in a tornado, I would get the child. But that's not to say I don't think the pig should have shouldn't have some rights. Like, I don't believe in animal cruelty and a robot. Maybe the robot, a robot with consciousness, a robot that's conscious going, help me, help me. I don't want to be. How do you know it's not just programmed to be like, help me, help me. There's a tornado coming. Like, what if that's just like... I mean, a- I know. It, There's probably not even a tornado coming if I know the robot. Does, yeah, right? Yeah. Does the robot know it's a robot? No, the robot thinks it's real. Oh, shit. I got to save the robot. I but, eat pigs. <laughs> I eat robots. <laughs> There's a bolt stuck in my throat right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, this is super interesting. I, I... I Amanda is clutching her pearls. Amanda has <laughs> her. Amanda has her hand up are, to her neck, clutching her pearls. She's never thought of anything like you it. You are putting yourself outside of that burning building <laughs> with the woman in the coma and the chimpanzee. Wait, would you do the? Which are you doing, woman in coma, or are you doing chimpanzee? Um, I forget what I said. I think you may have said the chimp. I think if it was an old, if it was an old woman who had been in, I think we said that she had been in a coma for a long time. I would say the chimp. Yeah. yeah, I'm going old lady because honestly, I, because ultimately, like I love chimps. I don't think we should like be testing them on them or anything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, 500 words in sign language. That's great. I feel like you have to go old lady because even like once the local news shows up, they're going to be like, wait a minute, there's an old ass lady in there, and you grab the chimpanzee. But she's like, also not conscious in the. But I feel like is. the first the first reaction is going to be that was an old lady. Oh, but you can you can get out of it. You can say you can oh. say you can say something like, uh, "I I she was in the other wing. I had I couldn't get her. It's a large mansion. So there is no like there's no there are no repercussions afterwards. Mm, let's I think say I'm no. still going old lady. Wow. So you really value humanity. I think so. It mm. sounds like it. You know, I yes, it is. <laughs> it is a scary prospect, and I don't know if people are. You know, we we want. We so want to learn and like get to the next level as human beings that we're not. I don't. I don't think we're looking at the disaster that could be down the line if we build something that becomes smarter than us, and then we we we're not at the top of the food chain anymore. And that's a very scary thought because you know when we are overtaken by AI and they then 
are stronger and more intelligent and then than us then what happens we're really playing with fire i agree i agree because yeah. at some point when that happens we're going to be like Man, we we shouldn't have done this, should we? Yeah, no, but because everyone thinks like, no, if we have the capability, we got to yeah. go further. I don't know, I don't know. The the yeah. robots that they're making now are so not human like. Even the have you seen the soccer one? Yes, that's that. Well, that's that woman that was making the stink eye. What's that one? Oh, there that's the robot. one that has oh, that- all those faces. That makes yeah, yes. that woman. Yeah, I have. Oh, the soccer one that played soccer with Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, there was yeah. that one that can do the backflips. Did you see that? Yes. Though, see, that one's cute, but it definitely seems like a tin can. The trouble. What about gonna... those little dogs that open the door for one another? What? The little robot dogs that helped <gasps> each other open a door? Huh? Yeah. Go ahead and look that one up and tell me you're not going to shoot a couple robots when it, co- when yeah, it, see, when it comes to it. The really? thing is also, it's like in, um, what's that What's that movie with uh, Oscar Isaac dancing? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, the one with... Um, uh, um, uh, uh, with, what's her name? Um, Alicia yeah. Vander... Yeah. Uh, uh, Vanderpump? Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Alisa Vanderpump Rules. It's called... Um, uh, amended amended there's an a involved uh oh my god people are at home are screaming they're I know. screaming let's just not know it we yeah we'll know what we're talking I remember about. enjoying it quite a oh, bit oh yes and that, that dancing movie. scene i couldn't believe but she it. seemed human to me she wasn't that was the th- at the end okay spoiler alert spoiler alert mm-hmm. she she was horrible she was evil yeah evil or she just was defending no. herself no, he helps her. Spoiler, literally spoiler alert. Turn it down. He helps her, and she murders him, and then goes to take over the world because she does not trust. But can you blame her for that? Because she does not trust men. I yeah. can imagine blame her. being a human being held captive by a robot. You wouldn't go out and and take over the world. You wouldn't. Yeah, I get wanting to get out of there. She leaves. And is it for some destruction? I believe at the, the end, it's. Sh- I believe at the end, isn't she at like an airport or something like yeah, that? Yeah, she's like out in the world, and she's going to take shit over. Yeah. and she also just leaves him to die. She yeah. doesn't actually like murder. She, has him. she no... like just straight up is like, I've done the calculations, and I'm. You're just going to stay here and die. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah, and she doesn't. That's the thing. How do you know if they're really can robots have human feelings? Well, it depends on how we program them, which, which is, is exactly crazy. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, like, if we get to a point where some, like, we're going to get so good at this that we're actually going to be talking about, like, does a does a robot have a civil right? I feel like that's the conversation that, and like, and it honestly, and trust me, I know it's stupid to be having this conversation where we have other actual human beings in the United States who are fighting for their own civil yeah. rights. Like, yeah, I understand that it is a little dumb to be having this conversation, but it, this is like to me, like one of those cut and dry things of like. We got to handle all the civil rights. I feel like this is a conversation we're going to be having more and more and more where we like we got to handle all the actual human civil rights in the country and then and then let, deal with the robots, which is by saying, like, let's not deal with it because let, they're robots. Let me ask off. you this. Yes. Would you allow a robot to vote? For what? President. Prom queen? No. Like in an President. online sort of president in an election no. no well i mean it depends on if what kind of robots they are a westworld robot 
they're they're gonna they're gonna be like a one issue voter on like I want to be able to keep my sick shooter and don't <laughs> and like you can't you can't ban those like pantaloons that are good for riding horses like because if they have if they're as intelligent as us I mean I. You know what? I gotta wait to see the second season of Westworld okay. to tell you because I'm I do feel like that show is exploring these issues and I want to see what they have to say and then I'll form my own opinion. Do you think it's different if the robots people create don't have human faces? Because what's the point of that robot with all those human emotions? What does that do for us other than get us into like a moral not being able to tell if you know why not make them look like? Well, it depends on what their functions are, because if you're going to have a robot who's your doctor, you probably don't want a tin can, you know, with a little stethoscope poking I might. at you. Really? I would rather have like a George Clooney looking No, robot. I wouldn't at all. You'd rather, I'd rather just have sticks with like beeps and boops and like red lights, like poking me and telling me what's wrong than George Clooney coming in and being like, hey, how's your day? Like, yeah. I don't want that. I agree. I feel like I'd be more comfortable with the beeps and boops and the sticks. Yeah. Nurses, fine. Yeah, nurses I want to come in and be like, yeah. is everything okay? But oh, then I the see. doctor, okay. I just want to be stone-faced. A stone. I want my doctor to be a stone. What about a therapist? Um, A stone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a couple names for you. <laughs> Uh, I have in the past, like, uh, like if I watched Chappie, I've like I've watched Wally, and I emotionally connected with that. There yeah. was a movie called yeah. Daryl that I remember from when I was growing up. That no, not a lot about like a a robot kid, and I had empathy, and I connected with that little robot. Kid. Or AI with the little Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, yeah, little Haley Joel Osment in there, like, and he can- was sad all the time. He was always sad because no one saw Nobody? him as human. He he had to make friends he with that jiggle robot. Yeah, he was a little robot. And oh. then his gigolo robot friend, Jude Law, everyone's very shiny. I think they got a friendship or yeah, something. Yeah, you're right. Something happened. I'm not sure what. When I close my eyes and think of AI, I think of gray, shiny, and then a very jaunty Jude Law. Purple suit and teddy bear. Teddy bear, I see, yes. What do you I, see? I remember Jude Law doing like a little neck thing when he like <gasps> put on music. That's, That's my last good. thing. Yes. Yeah. That is good. That's very And good. also that maybe the movie should have ended when Haley Joe Osment was in the bottom of the ocean. I feel like when I was watching the movie, I, don't I was even like, know damn. what that is. I, I think, my, my mind washed that away. Oh, really? I have no, I, I have no recollection of an ocean. I think at some point he's at the bottom of the ocean and is like asking for his mom and the movie should have ended there Who's and it would have just been the most crushingly but sad But this is when thing. he goes like into a flashback or something or a... you're thinking of Bogus. Remember that movie Bogus? I think Bogus? you're thinking of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Wait, what was the movie where all the kids were in the back of a school bus and it, and the school bus got submerged? Simon Birch? What was Simon Birch about? That was about the little kid with the maybe the, the disorder? But was there a scene where a, a bunch of kids drown in a school bus? I don't know. Is that Billy Elliot? No! <laughs> and then he gets out and he dances his way out of the school bus. <laughs> I'm going to dance. And lets all the other kids drown. <laughs> I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance. <laughs> okay, guys, I, I love that conversation, but let's switch gears to sure. our big, big one. Is that a little big one? What do you think that that whole conversation that was? Right. That was a big, big one. Is that a one. big, big one? No, okay. for you, it was your... Little big one. But little for, big ones can be big, big ones. Okay. We've dealt with big, big ones as little big ones. Okay. Also, I will direct you if after doing this podcast, you'd like to listen to an episode where we touch on that. To I don't know what episode it was, but we talk about something called 
Rocco's Obelisk. What was it called? <laughs> There's so- something about AI and how the we'll explain it after. Yeah, but it's my it's my boyfriend's on it, uh, and it, he's the guest, and we talk about Rocco's Rocco's Basilisk. I think is Which what is it is. Which is a theory that um, what we say now, and this actually affects you because we've been talking about how you don't, you're not into robots. What you say now, if you're for or against AI, when eventually the AI mastermind takes over, you'll be on his shit list. Trust me, I thought about that in this, like yeah. when I was going to be bringing yeah. this up. Like, what if, like, what if 30 years from now somebody unearthed this podcast and they're like, you're an asshole because back then yeah. you didn't agree with robot rights? Yeah, it won't and be unearthed. It will be very prominent because at that time we will have, have the big one TV body. Yes, no, that's true. We will, yeah. yes, no, no, no. So. Um, but yeah, no, we're all in danger just because of what we just said. Okay. Okay. Are you guys ready for the big, big one? Sure am. Yes. Okay. You're at a diner. Oh. Sorry, is things happening? <laughs> You're at a diner eating your favorite meal, chicken fried steak. You're so embarrassed when you realize you don't have enough money to tip your nice waitress. You promise her that you'll come back in tomorrow and tip her double or split the winnings of your lotto ticket. You love playing the lotto. The next day, you win six million dollars do you keep your promise to the waitress yes this is the plot to it could happen to you with nicholas cage yes if that's what you're asking now do you have any other questions before we start uh, the the very first question i have is i've always been very confused about what chicken fried steak is it's like fried chicken but that it's the the fried on that's on chicken it's on steak it's like it's actually like a it's like a battered, battered piece of steak that is then fried. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I had the same question, and I that sounds right, but I've it's not something. Have I've you eaten. ever had it? I have. It's it, it's good. I mean, it's a it's you know um, a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah, but it's good. I think. Can I? I think my other question. I think I already know the answer is. Can I change the context of any of this? Well, what would you, what are you thinking? Because we because I don't think. I, I guess what I'm saying is like uh, it makes it no fun. But I just don't. I think what I would. I don't think I would have ever promised to split a lotto ticket. I, I, you cannot change that. Okay. I think in well, this maybe we should let's do, define let's do our a little role play because sometimes we'll go through and name the characters. And I uh-huh. haven't seen the movie Maria's mm-hmm. referring to, so we can create this character um, and create the waitress character and kind of put ourselves in this situation. Okay, so maybe I'm out to uh, we're out to lunch, uh-huh. and, and then Amanda, if you want to play the waitress. Oh, okay. And wait, maybe um, my name's uh, Betty. What would you like your name to be? Uh, Mark. Mark. So are you guys a married couple then? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we are married. Are you? And how old are we talking? Maybe you guys are childless, but in your childless late forties, our- maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what, what are our finances like? Um, we we. We have a one-bedroom apartment in okay. uh, in the New York in the Lower East Side. It's, okay, so uh, maybe we're doing okay. We've lived there for like fifteen years. Oh, okay, rent so control. we're rent control. Yes, <laughs> and you you really have dreams of buying a, a house, or yeah, we want to travel. We want to do a bunch of stuff. Okay, you want to buy a house, and you want to a- adopt eight golden retrievers. <laughs> Wow. And live in New York. Eight golden retrievers. Yes. So we need to have space. If we want to do that, we're going to need to have space. That's a pipe dream of yours. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to order, Mark? I don't know what I want. Maybe. 
Hey guys, how's it going today? Very well. I know what I want. Oh, you do? Okay. Can I get you guys something to drink first? Maybe a little bit of coffee? Um, yeah, I'll take a coffee, I guess. Hot tea. I've been hot tea. Okay, you English... want caffeine? Oh, I got caffeinated? Yeah, English breakfast if you have it. I got you. Helen? You. Is that Helen? Am oh, yeah, I reading Helen. that right? Uh-huh. Uh, how's your day been going? Oh, you know what? You're the first person to ask me that. And I've been working here 10 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, my day is going fine. You know, I got my, my kid. Um, he's in the back here because he's, he's got some learning issues. So I had to take him out of school today because he, Why? Was, he was asking the teacher too many questions. She didn't like that. That's a learning issue now. Yeah. Tell the kids these days. I, I, public school or private school? Oh, oh, public school. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, ever since Bobby died, I am. Um, Who's Bobby? Oh, my late husband. <laughs> how how long? I'm so sorry to hear that he passed. How long ago? Oh, that was about two years ago. It's been hard, but oh. I'm so lucky that Ronnie hired me here because I've never worked before. So this is my. You suddenly got an accent. What's that? Yes, I try to keep it. <laughs> I try not to lead with my accent because. Oh, yeah. It turns people off. Yeah, but now, you know, I, I'm actually from South Carolina. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll take that coffee oh, and I'm, tea. I'm yeah. on it. I'm on it. Thank you. Wow. She's a firecracker. And she's very forthcoming. Well, uh, you asked. Well, oh, we, well, sorry, she's still sorry, here. I'm sorry. I'm Hi, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Helen. Um, uh, 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 I feel bad for that kid. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. But like, oh, uh, no. Mark. What? I didn't bring my wallet. Did you bring your wallet? I have Apple Pay. Here's your coffee and your tea. Oh, my God. And did you two want to order some chicken fried steaks? I know. I'd love some chicken I'd fried steaks. I'd love steak. it. Just before we order, this is pretty bad. Mark, tell her. We- I have... Uh, my wife forgot her wallet. I um, I have enough cash to uh, just to cover, I think, the tea and the and chicken, the chicken fried steak, which we need. And the chicken fried steak. We need to and try you, it. You can split one. They're huge. No, we need to. I'm very, I'm very hungry. Um, but we don't have enough to tip you. Oh, uh, but no, but, but no, don't worry about it. We live in yeah. the neighborhood. We live close. Yeah, but we both have to get back to work after this. Maybe you could, Mark, you could come back tomorrow, maybe, or uh, people probably Please don't do this worry to you about all it. The time. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Oh, do you play the lotto? Oh, I yeah, we play every day. Yeah, every every week, every week. You know what? How about this? How's this to make sure to just to like, so that you know that I'm serious. I am coming back tomorrow and I will tip you double. What I would have today, oh. or if I win the lotto, I'll split it with you. How about yeah, that? Yeah, he'll split. We'll split <laughs> Just the so lotto you know I'm with serious. you. How about that? You two are a lot of fun. Okay, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Wow. I. <laughs> wow. Okay. So now it made it a little more your, real. That's your it initial answer off the bat. What are you doing? I think ultimately you have to keep your promises. <gasps> I think in the, in this context, it was a little bit more off the cuff. Then I think I like in my like I tend to take things very seriously. So if some if somebody was said, <laughs> but this it seems like I think there could be an argument in what we just did that it was like oh you just say it it's just a thing that you say right that's I think not that's what the I yes. mean that's what it kind of was in the movie it was this off that listen if I win I'll come back tomorrow with a tip and ha- if I win this you'll get half of this oh god so it's a it's there's a tinge of jokiness but also it's it's promising the person that. 
you're willing to give them that if that happens. So before I give my before I give what I think I would do in this situation, I want to run some numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you win six million dollars, which after taxes is more like three point five million dollars. Yes, I think after taxes it might be even less. I think yeah, you're, you're I right. think you're walking with like forty percent. Okay, so you're having a little bit under three. Yeah, three under million. Three. So then split that with the waitress, you're getting you know one point four. 1.4 million yeah. which is not enough really for that house probably not enough for a house in new york that can house eight golden retrievers yeah but yes and let's say you guys probably have a little bit of debt too so it's you know it's not a little bit mark has you know mark has his hobbies i have his i uh i had a little bit of a dalliance with sports gambling and it got us into a hole (laughs) the ponies the ponies i got into the ponies (laughs) and uh and that put us a little bit of a hole but that's behind us i i i went to what's behind us emotionally financially it's still very much it's still very much with at the front of my brain. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, as the waitress, I would never expect someone to actually keep that promise. So I would be delighted if you guys even gave me like a thousand bucks. I think that if you're, I think that maybe the answer here is if it wasn't like I promise, like I'm sitting here, look me in the eye. I am promising you that I will do this. If it's an offhanded comment, if somebody's like, oh yeah, we'll do this, uh, you know, I'll split it with you, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that either party can really expect that would happen. But I think the cool thing to do would be like, here's $200,000. That's a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, that's a right? lot of money. Yeah. But is that greedy? Is that selfish? Well, what, what do you think morally? I think, you know, it's like morally, I, it's all bonus money. So I don't know that morally either way it's right or wrong. But I do think if you say something like that, it would be really generous for you to actually follow through. But I don't know if morally you really have that obligation. In the movie, the woman, the waitress. Let me. I just. I just. Wanna, I feel like you have. You have like a. You almost have like crib notes, or you have like a. Cheat oh yeah, it's sheet about, no. It's, like it's in my head. It's playing sheet. in my head twenty four hours a day. I can't get it out of my head. That's actually why we're doing it, so I can finally put it to rest. <laughs> She's having. It's she is giving off an air. The waitress of, I. You're another asshole in my life. Everything's going wrong for me. Oh, you don't have money for a tip? Great. Just another thing. And so then Nick Cage looks at her and goes like, no, you have to believe me. I'm not going to... I'm not... Right. He's he's like, I'm a good guy. He's like, I'm a good guy. I will come back tomorrow. She's like, yeah, right. And he's like, no, I'll... And, and this... I will. Sp- I'll tell. This is how much of a good guy I am. I will split this lottery ticket. With wow. You if I so win. he. And why would you say that if you wouldn't really do it? Because you just don't. I think right. you like actually we all win. say stuff that we yeah, don't mean. Yeah, that's true. Because you would never. You guys have probably been playing the lottery for how long? Twenty for twenty years. years. Yeah. It's the only thing. As Betty, it's the only thing that helps me get through my day is knowing that lottery ticket. Is it coming. also feels like maybe we are just substituting an old gambling addiction for a new gambling addiction. <laughs> yes, yes. So we have to keep that Because your pony problem was really our pony problem. Yes. And 
as much as I don't want to admit it, the rush I felt while you were doing that was electric. Mm, there's a little bit of yeah. codependence in that relationship, yeah. I think. And the eight golden retrievers are maybe so we could make our own little track in the backyard, do a little retriever racing. Now this is the, it's, which is very popular. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a it's a burgeoning you a, industry. You throw a squeaky toy and you just pray that your your dog wins. Okay, I've had a change of heart. Mm-hmm. I think you got to follow through because. It's not like, oh, when I sell my company or when I sell my screenplay, I'll give you half. Like, that's money that you have earned. This is bonus money. This is, yeah, this is is bonus money money that is coming out of nowhere. And I think that you should probably keep your promise. I mean, that is, is amazing. That would be amazing for you to do. I'm I'm now even hedging this a little bit more. At the very beginning of this, I was like, "Oh, well, you keep your promises. You just do it." But if if all of a sudden that like that number was, yeah, it's bonus money. But if all of a sudden that number was, you just won five hundred million dollars. Like you see these Powerballs that get to be right. insane numbers. Yeah. So you're gonna give like uh, two fifty. So maybe it's like two hundred and thirty million dollars after I mean, taxes. You don't need. You, sp- you don't need that much money. But you're gonna give. But it does to a that stranger? other person? Does yeah, that other person deserve a hundred and thirty no million dollars? No one. We don't need two millionaires in this little st- stretch of but block. But what are yeah. you gonna do? But why do you deserve it over this? Because you bought the ticket. Yeah. I know, but that doesn't mean anything. No, it I doesn't. Mean, but you're just like the lo- the one that was yeah, lucky why, enough to win. Yeah, I'll give you a million dollars. I said I'd split this with you. Okay, I won five hundred million dollars. I'll give you three million. I mean, that's still very generous. But what are you going to do with all that money? Well, I've got plans. What, what, I've got what, some you plans. Do? I have. Not only do we have to buy ourselves out of debt, we now have money to buy that house. Yes, with all we the, do. We have money to buy a lot to build that track. We're going we to start a charitable organization. That's good. Yeah. We can finally go to Belize. We That's wanted to true. go to Belize forever. Oh, forever. You were supposed to go on your honeymoon, but all you could afford was a, a cruise to Encinitas. Yeah. Which actually from New York is kind of expensive. Yeah. So that was, a, we made a, we made the wrong choice. It would have been cheaper to go to Belize, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's just hard because, uh, yeah, it really is a moral dilemma. Now I'm curious. I can't make, should we wait to the end to know what he does in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, should we... Oh, let's do this. We found out we won. And uh, should we do we found out we won and we're standing outside the diner deciding whether to go in or no, not? No, no. How about this? You guys are kind of doing like the the winner's press conference. Like you've just come out of the liquor store and I hear about it. Oh, are we doing a split screen? No, no. no. Oh, oh, no. I think I come, oh, are you I, like, come up and I'm like... Oh, oh you're, <laughs> you come running. I, heard, I saw it on the local news. So we haven't decided... Yeah. I would even go so far as to say that we have forgotten completely. Yeah. I think that's really fair. Okay. Um, We are, this is our liquor store. We come here every day. I mean, not every day, not every day for booze. We don't want you to think that we're. (laughs) What are you going to do for it with all the money? Oh, do we have plans? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, first we have to, you know, we're going to put some away in savings. We have to pay off some debt, obviously. We have some hobbies that we'd like to. (laughs) Are you going to buy a boat, Mark? A what? A boat mark? What's a boat mark? A, a book- boat, comma, mark. Oh, mark. Oh, am I going to buy a boat? <laughs> well, um, I, I've never been into boating, but I feel like, I feel like we have not? a world of opportunities. Why not? You, well, you know what they say about boats? They're just a hole in the water you pour money into. That's so I don't know if that's... That's very good. That's- oh, my God. We won. We won. My baby's going to go to Harvard. Helen? I'm so- 
that's Helen. That's that that way she stills her name tag on. That's how I know her name. But she was the waitress at that um from these hi everyone these nice people told me yesterday when they didn't have money to tip me that if they won they were going to give me half the winnings Woo-wee! um uh i uh this okay this is now coming back to me yes i did say that um, did mark did you ever go back and tip her like you had said you s- no, I was going to do it. I was going to do it this afternoon. Okay, so I, you, I was in my schedule to do I'm it this so afternoon. I'm so excited, reminder. y'all. No, Helen, it's it's great to see you. But um, that was just something that I kind of, I just threw that out there. It was just kind of like a nice thing that you say. Like, I just wanted you to know that I was serious. And I am because I was going to go to the diner this afternoon and tip you double. But you said you'd give me half of your lotto winning. Right, but... Th- it's only... Okay, so... Uh, can we... Um, uh, press conference over, everybody. Boo. Go home. Yeah. Boo. Okay, cl- uh, storage room, door shut. Helen, we... Listen, I know it seems like we won a lot of money, but we only won six million. Only six million? Well, after taxes... After taxes, that's on less than three. I And we have... So like, you take 1.5, I'll take 1.5. Uh, Heck, I'll even give you 1.8. I'll take one point the other half. Helen, do you think it's fair? Well, do you, I, do, I, I mean, we had a nice time talking the other day. I'm very sorry that your son is having some learning disability, and certainly we can help you out, maybe a little bit financially, help you get back yeah, on your well, feet. But it, Mark, it's not my promises we can't keep okay. again. Well, yeah, yeah, Mark I understand. Always does this, doesn't he? He sure does. Does it really, <laughs> Helen? You have no idea. <laughs> I promised that I would stop going. Did I promise you that I would stop going to the track? And I did. You did. You promised you wouldn't go to the track anymore, but you're, you know, it's not like your online gambling isn't a little bit of a a same thing. You know, he needs to get, he he can't just be happy in the moment. You know, you're always teaming up with people against me. I'm not teaming up with any. I'm telling, I'm telling the truth, Helen. That's how my late husband was too. See, this is a team up. It's not a team up. We're all on the same team. I'm on your team. You're my husband. No, I'm just saying, I know, I'm just saying I've never... I've never even met a man who would say something like that and then not follow through with it, except for my late husband. And then Mark. So it seems like we have kind of the same taste in men. I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you want to go get come with me sometime to see a movie? Um. Okay. Wait. I, hold on. We're getting off course. I yeah. I don't think that you guys shouldn't be making plans. Yeah, I, I feel like we need to be okay. Look. What What's the like? Obviously, you're not going to get half of the money. That was something that why? I said in jest. It was offhand. Because Mark, that's not. Now that I think about it, why not? I mean, we did promise her. I promise I'll put it to good use. Well, uh, I promise I'll put it to good use, honey. That we can't just I give know, her. But half. we said that she would. She's got a dead husband, a, a messed up kid. We don't know if she actually has a dead husband. She could just be saying that for tips. These okay. are his ashes. Why do you have his ashes in a cart in a in a Garfield uh, cookie jar? I keep them with me always. It seemed like you didn't like him very much a moment ago. Well, I mean, no one's perfect, Mark. Is he always this judgmental? He sure is. You should have seen him on our wedding day. Oh, are you going to wear those shoes? Oh, God. Yeah. She was wearing a white dress, and they were bright blue shoes. It just seemed like wear white shoes. Something borrowed something blue. Uh, Is it... Helen, am I crazy? No, no. She's just not a very traditional person, but all of a sudden wanted to have a traditional wedding. Helen... (laughs) I don't even know that those are her ashes. Or though I don't even know that those are his ashes. Well, it's not cookie crumbs. <laughs> Prove it. Well, how? Eat them. But they're not cookie crumbs. 
<laughs> then prove it by not eating them. Yeah, hey, look, we're right. getting off track. I don't know if that's your dead husband. I'm not giving you one point eight, one point two million dollars. Wow, the other guy did. Oh no! You think you're the first one to promise me something like this? <laughs> and see. <gasps> Um, wow. Okay. I, I don't know You're if we right. learned anything from that, but that was... I think the combative nature, this is the thing that's been popping into my head, is the <laughs> idea that ultimately you're going to have to give them a large amount of money, maybe not half, because if you don't, they're going to sue you for but it. But why turn something that could be so good into something so bad? Because... No, go, go ahead. I, I just think it would be hard... It would be harder for me to give away $200 million than $1.5 million. That is so true. I actually agree. And why is that, I wonder? Well, it's like how it's, you know, harder. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like it just it's more money. It's more money. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, like if somebody was like, I'll split the winnings of this with you and it was 40 bucks, you give the other person 20 bucks. Like nobody's living for the rest of their life on that. And I'm not trying to like... Right, like turn up my nose at one point three million dollars, but you probably can't retire on it. I mean, depending like Mark and Mark Betty. And, and Betty are in their early forties, maybe mid forties. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, you could not in New York City, not in New York City, that. you yeah. can't live for the rest of your life on that. You know, so here's here's really one matter. thing that I noticed in there, and the fact that it immediately gets combative, it yeah. immediately gets defensive. People, and that maybe that's human nature, and honestly. If we're just going to get to a point where we're all going to bicker and fight and sue each other, and that's my money, and mm-hmm. we're just going to maybe the robots do deserve. Wow. Okay, that's a fair point. I know, and you know what? Now, you know, as Helen, I do feel a little bit bad, really feeling so entitled to that money. I feel like I would say, you know what? I know, I understand. You just, you guys just said that, you know, to be nice and. Uh, you don't feel like you have to give me anything, but knowing that if I said that, maybe you guys would go, you know what? Let's give her something. I think ultimately, I do think ultimately, me, myself, I would, if it was $6 million, I would give them like a, a few hundred thousand dollars. Right. I would do the night. I would do that. I feel like that's a good But thing. you don't think they deserve the full half that you had promised? No. Yeah, I get that. I think I agree with that. I mean... It it depends how serious you are when you say it. I think if it is an off the cuff kind of like, and you know what, you'll get half of this. Then if you come back with a couple hundred thousand dollars and you go, you know what, I did win. I've got a wife, and I know I said that. Here's your tip that I said I double, and here's a couple hundred extra thousand dollars. Yeah, that's nothing to. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I actually think that's a really good idea. If you come in there and you're like, they're like, look, I'm going to give you two hundred thousand. Fourteen dollars and eighty cents because cute. that is the double tip. They'd be like that. Fourteen eighty is going to be the thing that sells the whole deal. So you, you're saying a little bit of a pizzazz little, in there, a is little gonna bit of pizzazz. Take yeah. away from just going to be so happy and not even question it. Yeah, yeah. just a little Hell's bit of razzle go, dazzle. Isn't that cute? Yes. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I think honestly, if I say that to someone and I win the lotto, I'm go, I'm giving them half. I know, I, I know, am, because I'm just thinking about like if. If I was in Vegas, you know, and I uh, was with my friends and I was like, whatever I win, I'll split with you guys. And then I pulled the little slot handle and won, you know, how oh, much Oh, God, that just gave me anxiety. Why? Just uh, promising that and then winning and then oh, being like, God, oh, yeah. God. I know, it would but why would you ever, but, like, that's the thing, like, why <laughs> would you ever say, like, I'm gonna, like, if I'm putting in a dollar... And somebody's like, whatever I like, and they don't put in anything. And I'm like, whatever I win, I'm going to split with you. I think I just never say that. If I pulled it and it was $10,000, I'd be like, guess what? 
drinks are on me. I'm right. going to buy everybody dinner. We're going to upgrade our room, know. whatever. Like we're, I'm going to like be generous, yeah. but just to be like, all right, well, here is our equal dole of that. I know, money. but you're just, it's like gambling is so random. It's like anyone could have put that dollar in. It, it requires no skill. Does a promise to a stranger mean anything less than a promise to a friend or a family member? Um, I don't know if it should, but I think it does. I mean, I think you c- it's easier to write off a stranger than uh, someone that you actually know and care about. Because what do you have to lose with breaking a promise to a stranger? Not much. I also, I, I, I'm in the camp of, I know that strangers, are, I, Helen would say that strangers are just friends we ain't met. Wow. <laughs> she would say that. Well, that's a bumper sticker she has on her car. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, God! What is your car like? Oh, it's a jalopy. Oh. <laughs> What's so, a jalopy? It's I, a, like a beat up car, okay, I think. Yeah. I I I think that ultimately, I would just. It's not that I I just wouldn't make a promise to a stranger, and I wouldn't accept. You can't. A that's promise called a loophole. Made. That's called a loophole that Amanda will not accept in this. I, I will no, allow I, you to discuss it, but for, as for per your final answer, it can't. No, play I, a part. no, I under I I, under, I think I understand. <laughs> I think I'm just saying, like when we're talking about the nature of whether yeah. or not a promise to a stranger means more, I I think it it doesn't. But in saying that. I just wouldn't ever make a promise to a stranger because I wouldn't value it if a stranger made a promise to me. Like if my family member right. or a friend made a promise, yeah. I would value that. But if somebody that I had just met was like, look, I promise you I'm going to do this. I'm like, don't even say it. Like I just I or just say, I'm going to go do this. But yeah. don't say, I promise. Right. I, I, don't, I, I don't agree. And as Helen, I don't think I would have any expectation that you were actually going to hold that into the bargain. You know, I so... I I think what we're learning from this is don't make promises, no matter how silly and small, that you can't keep mm-hmm. because it may come back to bite you. That's so true. But if you do make that promise, maybe you, you do have. have to keep the promise. I hedged every one of my wedding vows. Wow. Every single one. That I agree with you. Let's um, hear, what, I agree you- with you. Don't make promises. I was up there and... And you were. I'm not religious, but in front of God and family, uh-huh. man, did I hedge everyone. What wow. do you mean by hedge? You were like. I was like, I promised to uh, have and to hold mostly and and to love and to keep. Did you seriously? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't say traditional vows, but I did make sure my vows were not like, I promise I'm never going to like be, you know, get mad or anything. It was just like, I promised that. Um, I mean, I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even that, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't even try. My not best. you. I mean, anyone. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, you say you'll try. And you your don't. best is not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, believe me. I would say I give a hundred percent of thirty percent most of the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. So yeah, I don't know. As here's what I think. I think giving two hundred thousand dollars is adequate, and that should be enough. But I think morally, you get you promised it. You shouldn't have promised it, but you did promise it. You got to give half. I agree. I'm giving half. I know it sounds crazy, but also, I, I mean, if you feel guilty about it, then obviously something's wrong. If you feel guilty that you're not giving the person half. I don't think I'd feel guilty about it. Wow. I, I think if I gave them $200,000, I'd be like, look, we all know that we just say things. People just say things. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I mean, yeah. I, I don't begrudge you that. I don't begrudge you that. But I think for me... I'm I'm going to give half, but now knowing what I know and after this discussion, I'm never promising. Oh, that. never! I'm no. never promising anything again. That no, never. Promises are not needed. Promises don't make friends. Is that how? Is that what that? 
Maybe. Craziness. Oh, I've never heard that, but I like that. There's Secrets no... don't make friends. Never mind. Promises. Seacrest make... does make friends. Seacrest does make friends. <laughs> uh, what happened at the end of the movie? Oh, yes. Um, there was a plane crash in all of them. But no. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. your guys' faces. Both of their jaws dropped to the... They never heard anything like it. <laughs> um, well, actually, to be honest, this is based on a real-life thing that happened. A guy did go into a diner, promise the woman a tip, win the lottery, and come back and give her half. He it, did? It was a real-life story. In the movie, yeah. So in the movie, Rosie Perez plays Nick Cage's wife, and she's very um, uh, materialistic. There, It's a huge prize they win, but a bowling team also wins, and they have to split it like some way or something I, I don't know what it is but they only get like a million like a million something or like five six million dollars i think out of like a 500 million dollar pot wow so already it's diminished so they, so she's like you can't he tells her what he promised and she's like you can't go do that you can't go do that but he does he goes back and he against his wife's wishes goes back and gives her half of the earnings wow That's but hot. at the end but at the end, they give it all away. They do? That's what is wrong. What is wrong with Because she's people? like a humanitarian, the waitress. Wait, she does like, she end up, do they end up getting together? Do they of fall Of course. Because yeah. Rosie wow. Perez. See, that's the yeah. other thing. If I, if I thought I would end up with the waitress, I would definitely. Well, what if, would you be mad at Matt if he, if you found out he yes. had promised the waitress? And yes. then if he wanted to follow through with it? Yeah. Well, it depends on the waitress. Okay? Yeah, a if pretty it's waitress. Pre- no. Hell no. Stay away Mila from Mila Kunis is the waitress. Stay away from my money and stay away from my man. Yeah. Mila Kunis pays the waitress? Yeah. She plays Helen. When did this movie come out? Oh, no, no, she no. does. <laughs> I'm talking about in our. No, this was a. Who, who plays the waitress? One of the Fondas, Bridget Fonda. Oh, okay. So she's no slouch. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, guys, uh, so <laughs> we're giving the money. Tim is uh, hanging on to it and giving a couple hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Also very generous. I think we may be the wrong ones in this situation, me and you, because it does feel so silly, but it does feel wrong to not if follow it, through. It just depends. Honestly, it depends a little bit on who the waitress is in her circumstance. If it's some like... She's the Fonda. She's a uh, she's comes okay. from money. I'll give it to her. Oh, no, never mind. I don't know. And I feel like I have to ask Matt if he'd be mad at me if I tried to give it to some young boy. Ah! <laughs> Okay, now let's move on to our dear big ones, our listener mail. So I'm going to read us a, a letter from one of our listeners. Great. Dear big ones, I have a guy cousin who I'm really close with. We grew up together and now we're in our 30s. The problem I'm having is that he has the worst breath. I have to roll down the window when we drive in the car together. We don't live in the same state, but we used to live together back in the day. I don't think he brushes a lot, but I'm not sure. It's really bad and he just got broken up with and I wonder if it was his breath, honestly. He has a new boyfriend, so I hope the new boyfriend might bring it up, but I know it's hard since I can't even do it. His mom also thinks it's really bad, but doesn't want to hurt his feelings. What should I do? Some ideas are to send an anonymous note or try to get in touch with his dentist to get the dentist to say the news. I really don't want to hurt my cousin's feelings, but I wonder if it's hurting him in life. Thanks, big ones. You're my only hope. Lots of love. And then the name is cut off, but so he won't say it. But yeah, we'll just say um, breathy uh, Barbara, breathy Barbara. I think you have to tell him. Tim? I think you have to tell him. I think maybe you set it up in such a way that you make it sound like it's going to be really serious. And so then like the like 
you're like, okay, I really need you to sit down. I have something important to talk to you about. And so then when it's just like, I think your breath has gotten bad. Then he's like, oh shit, I thought you were going to tell us. So like that there's some sort of. Oh, you, you don't do think whole... setting it up like that will make it seem like it is a huge problem though. Even when the pro it, it like, it's not going to be like, oh, you know, you've got a hair, you've got a hair in your, on your face. Like, that would be a little problem. A breath problem is, like, a huge well, problem. Well, he must have something wrong with him. Like, he must have gingivitis or something. He might. There might be an actual medical thing. I think maybe... I mean, what if you just, like, offer mints really aggressively? I feel like that's so passive. That yeah. Can you just say it, yeah. something in passing, like, oh, dude, you got... No, no you I have think to you just gotta, say, you I noticed this. Now, how does someone not smell their breath? How, how can someone, if it's that bad, not be aware of I don't it. know but I honestly can never really smell my own breath but I'll ask Matt sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I don't think I think it's like if you stink if it's like, that if you smell bad. Like BO, you just don't smell it oh if you're so used to it maybe if it's your status yeah. quo I also generally feel like breath get just naturally gets worse as you get older like I feel like I'm starting it to does. get like old man breath wow because your insides are dying yeah <laughs> yeah all those really. chicken fried steaks yeah I think I, I like the dentist idea. I like getting a hold of the dentist and having them maybe call in and go like, you're due for a checkup. And then coming in, the dentist going, look, we found something inside you <laughs> that is ca- that's causing like this bad breath and we need to get it under control because it's not healthy. Making a person because can you imagine how debilitating that would be if like someone you loved came up to you and like told you this thing that had like basically that you've been broken up with because your breath was so bad. But what if you just think, say it more matter of fact, like, yeah. hey, I noticed that your breath is smelling kind of bad. I know this is so awkward. I'm so sorry. But like, I just wanted to tell you as your cousin and friend, like, I know that's so hard. And I don't know that I could necessarily do Would that. Would that mess up the relationship? No, I don't think so. I think, then they'd be embarrassed. I feel like they'd be embarrassed after that. Yes, but that's sorry. But that's part of life. It's like tell, when someone has food on their face, like it's always <laughs> worse to not tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the wrong thing to not I, tell I them. I agree. Because I, I think you gotta just you, you just gotta to. jump in front she of the She should though the cousin or I mean if the, she if she's the, the mother because the mother thinks it's bad too. So does the mother do it? I, it would it'd be great if the mother would do it, but if no one will, it, it's nice. It's just kind for you to do it if no one else is going to. Do you guys think that you should tell a friend that they're if you know for a fact that like their husband or boyfriend is cheating on them, oh. do you think that you should tell them? Does, is, yes. Are these two Venn diagrams? Well, I'll take, I'll take you back to an episode with Stephanie Allen that we did where it was your uh, bridesmaids, bridesmaid in a wedding and you find out minutes before the ceremony, an hour before the ceremony, definitive evidence that the groom has been cheating on your best friend. Do you tell them? An hour before the wedding? No. Wow. Would you want to be told? No. I just let it come out after the wedding. Talk to him after the wedding. Mm, that's what let I it said. Out. It'll come out. Uh, oh, wow. It's I, hard yeah, I, but I don't. Would you guys do it an hour before? Um, you know, when we did the episode, I said no, because I had just been through a wedding and I know everything that goes into it. However, now after doing more of these moral dilemmas, I think the right thing to do is to tell them and let them decide if they want to go through with the wedding or not. I wonder if that choice gets made for you because like, 
And I, I don't want to get it too far. I don't want to get too no, far please. off from the breath thing. But I wonder if that choice gets made for you in that, like, once information is known, the essentially the entire tenor of the event shifts in such a way that you cannot ignore that something is happening. You mean people won't be able to hide their like, uh, like, no matter what. Something mm. changes, something happens, it, and like, and it is now just moving toward the inevitable yeah. that these two people are going to have to have this conversation, yes. even though it's their wedding day. Yeah. So even if you're like, I'm not going to tell anybody, it's just all of a sudden, it's just, it just all shifts. That's, I wonder if that happens yeah. and you don't have to, but. And that's, they would just somehow feel it. But yeah, eventually somebody would be like, what is going on? Because At the fifteen wedding, minutes no? ago, everybody was happy. But you're the only person that knows is the friend. Oh. I'd start. I'd just start telling other people. <laughs> That's what I said, I, Tim. Yeah, I, I said like, I would just tell someone else and then let them handle it. Yeah, and then just eventually, <laughs> everybody yeah. would know. But I think morally, you actually should tell and that's what i think with this breath thing if the the person who wrote in to ask this breathy question, barbara breathy barbara is actually a very caring gentle person she might have the correct demeanor to deliver this news yes yes but also i if you can get a hold of the dentist and you know he's having it is going to have a dental appointment that would be the perfect way to do it I think maybe so. That's because then it's, and you never have to know. He would never have to know that. And it would be the best way as me being the the person with the bad breath. That would be the best way to hear it from a medical person who's then there to give help for it. Yeah. What can you do? I, you know, I think you're right. But it also, I feel like you could, the, the person would want to know. An anonymous note is the worst idea. That's bad. <laughs> That's the worst idea. That's the worst idea. That's the idea that uh, is scary and would maybe make me kill myself if yeah. I got yes. an anonymous note saying, this is something that's wrong with you. Everyone's talking about it. You need to fix it. And I didn't know who it was from. And so everyone became my enemy because everyone then could be a suspect. I'd be out there like doing handwriting samples. Oh, yeah. I would be like comparing. To f- I'd be right. like Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills. Like I'd be doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I, oh, God. I know. I, I One time I was at a family event and I hugged a gentleman related to me. He had a big, huge thing of food on his face. And I panicked. What do you do? And I didn't say anything. And then he hugged someone else and they went, oh, you have this. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you had to bleep that. Okay. Um, You have this, a big thing on your face. It was like large, like a whole piece of broccoli or something. (laughs) Somehow plastered on his face. Yeah. And he was like, oh, God, why didn't anyone tell me? And I heard that and I was like, oh, no. Wow. Oh, God. I felt so bad for not saying anything. Yeah, that's the thing. You are, you know, if you don't say anything, you're the part of the problem. You might as well be the piece of food on his face. Yeah. Although I don't like when people tell me I have food on my face when I'm in the middle of eating. I'm like, yeah, let me finish the sandwich. (laughs) You know, like, because I'll probably get it. Yeah. There is, if someone's actively eating, I think you can have a little bit of a buffer with telling them. I think you have like, I think you have a buffer of maybe 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. I feel like if it's like, you know, if they're still, if their mouth is still moving with the bite that that gave the food on their face. Yeah. But I feel like if it's like two bites later and it's still there, like you just got to tell them. Okay. But there's nothing worse than watching someone and just wondering, are they going to get it? Are they going to yeah, get it? Yeah, they must feel it. They have to feel it. Or you just do a subtle kind of, you touch I can't your own not lip. do a subtle movement. 
like it it's a reaction i do where i just start wiping my face trying to get it off of them what is that called there's um, like a particular kind of empathy that that's called. Oh, I don't called, know, like, but I've uh, got it bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have it really bad. Oh, oh, related. Did you know that if you ask somebody, like, this is like a bouncer who taught me this when I was working at a bar. Um, like, if you're like, and it, it's what you'll do if you, like, think that somebody might have a knife or a gun on them. But he's like, um, uh, he, he was like, hey, man, you got a lighter? And I was like, no. And I immediately like patted my right pocket because I had a lighter in my right pocket. <gasps> and I don't know. I don't know exactly why I was lying or whatever. But he was like right there. So that's why you're like, hey, man, you got a knife? And people will be like, no. But they'll like imme- like they'll do a little physical, <gasps> like an unconscious their... physical gesture toward if they have one on them. Um, so I don't know what that is, like what part of your brain. But I I'm such that. a, like if I have something that someone needs, I'm so glad to be able to no, give it. No, but the guy, you weren't allowed to have a knife or a lighter in the club. So yeah, I think like maybe there was a part like I wasn't oh, supposed to have a lighter oh, on oh. me or something like that. So I was like, yeah, I was protecting myself. Yeah. So it's essentially the same part of your brain that's operating is like I can't let this person know I have this. Yeah, but also I'm making sure I Or you're sure like I do have I it. have it? Yeah, you're kind but of like it's confirming. also like the yeah, I don't and like you just immediately kind of do that. I'd love to get into off. those lying tactic things, the yeah. way people can tell if people are lying and stuff. Marty's in the yard. Um just real quick though, how should she bring it up? If she brings it up. I think just in like a straightforward yeah. loving casual way. Hey, Don, your breath stinks. I think it's. I think you got to do like, hey, I've noticed recently that your breath has been That's bad, and I'm 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 wondering if there might be something going on. Like you should go see a dentist. Like it's it's become yeah. it was not this way. Even if it's been like good. it for a while, yeah, you, you just say it was. It. it hasn't been very long. Yeah, it sounds it, and it's not it it's it smells like something's wrong. Like it's not like normal. Like yeah. have you been to the dentist in a while? I mean, maybe something where like, because I know because I had a friend who had this and they went to the dentist. Yes, that's a perfect thing. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring it up because they wish they had someone had told them sooner. That's a good way. Make a fake purse. Make a, you know, I've noticed your breath's been smelling bad lately. You know, my friend, you know, Helen, uh, she works at this diner. Long story short, she got no dental insurance. No dental insurance. And she was kind of like basically someone really screwed her over with a lottery win anyway she had this like what do they call them like heliotosis is that what bad breath is yeah maybe yeah no halitosis halitosis she and and you know it got really bad for her but she saw a dentist but i i just she told me like this horror story so i would just love for you to go in and i i don't think i personally could have that conversation with someone i i just don't know if i could maybe a partner like a, right. Well, you'd have to. You'd have to, but otherwise, I just don't know if I could do it. And I want to be the type of person who can do that. But I, I think it's the good thing to do. But I don't know. If Get I the could. dentist. Get the dentist yeah. to do it. That's the way. Guys, this has been a great episode. Yeah. Guys, this has been really fun. Thank you for having me. Tim, where can people find you online? Uh, you know what? I'm not fucking doing that shit anymore. That's awesome. It's there. It's still there. I don't know because I feel like this is like the fucking. The robots. The robots have the really robots. got. I you. have actually very recently. Like I'm, I'm sort of my finger is hovering over the delete Facebook button. Wow, interesting. Um, it's hovering. I I decided to take the year off from. I I do Instagram every once in a while. Instagram isn't a problem for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. mentally. I don't. But like Twitter is a problem. So I've taken the year off from Twitter. I'll still put out 
I don't like I, if I have to pimp something, I'll do yeah, that. If I right. want to like direct people, like donate money to this charity or whatever, I keep it around for that. Um, but I, I, I'm at Timothy C. Simons on both of those things, Instagram and Twitter. Although I, you will find that the content is uh, sparse at best. Mm. And that's the way that I'm hoping to keep it. Yeah, sure. that's it's nice. Yeah. It's curated. Yeah. We like to say curated. It's curated. It yeah. is curated. Minimally. So that's where I am. But, you know. And to- when does Veep come back? Next year, sometime we start shooting middle uh, middle of August. The last I heard, and Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus is doing great. She's doing everything's is going in the right direction. Amazing, that, she's my favorite. Her, yeah, she's, she's just a force to be I reckoned know. with. And yeah. that show is so wonderful. It really yeah. is. It's the best show. That scene, I say this every time anyone talks about Veep, where her and Tony Hale are in the bathroom laughing in like yeah. the second season or something yeah. like that. I've never and he laughed. Gets the nosebleed. Yes. I've never laughed so hard at a TV show in my life. Like, it, I couldn't believe it. I told Tony Hale this when he did um, Drunk History. And I was like, I've never, I can't tell you how much, much joy that gave me. I know. It makes me LOL. That means laugh, laugh out, out loud. loud. That Oh, is yeah. that what that means? Yeah, yeah lol. Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> well, I've been using it wrong. Um, living out loud. Living out loud. Uh, uh, no, we were, uh, we rehearsed, uh, I remember I was around, uh, for like sort of the creation of that scene. It was really uh-huh. funny. Like we, that season we were rehearsing at this hotel in Santa Monica mm-hmm. and there was this little conference room and there was a bathroom in the conference room and there were like, and Tony and Julia were in the bathroom with Armando and I think Simon, one of the other writers. And then we were just kind of all like around the bathroom door, sort of watching them sort of build that scene all together. How do they build it? it? I think it was just, I think it was just, they had the gist of the idea uh-huh. Of I can't even remember where it, it was initially set in the bathroom, but it was just sort of like they were just trying a bunch of different things. Like, how would she react to this news? Like, how would she? Um, <laughs> uh, and I think we even like, and so we would all kind of pitch things. Like, I think I, I don't know if it ended up, and I don't think, I think we even, we might've tried it. Like I pitched this idea that like, or maybe this was even a different scene that like, if all of a sudden you're going to be president, like the weird thing. Or maybe this was, fuck me, I can't remember. Um, but like the idea being that like if you're all of a sudden somebody's going to tell you you're going to be president, like that's a big thing. But your mind goes to like the sort of, uh, okay, well, what am I going to do with like I have to move out of my apartment? Well, who's going to yeah. move into my apartment? Like right. these things that you shouldn't be worried about. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like those ones float up. And I think they might have even tried that. But then and then like they kind of discovered like they discovered the discovery of it was the thing. Like when he reaches into the bag and he pulls out. I can't remember what he pulled out. He pulled out tampons. Yeah, he pulled, he pulled out tampons. Tampons, yeah. like stuff like that. And just the tampon is the funniest thing. Like just watching the two of them build that together. And that laughing was real or was that all manufactured? I mean, I think that there were moments of it. Like I think he probably just found something in the bag and in the context of the scene. I it was just really funny. But no, I mean like those it. are two like like uh, Julia. Julia is like a generational talent. She is like uh, just one of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so then you, when you have her and Tony Hale in a bathroom, like that's just going to be one of the funniest things you'll ever Their see. Their dynamic is the best dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. All television. you guys, you guys it's are all so you fun. fantastic. Fantastic Thank work. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter, and you can email. I'm telling you, okay. And um, you can uh, email us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing your big ones, and we have a Patreon page. Please subscribe 
because we got some really cool yeah what what was that? The, uh, Tim's just, face only, went nuts. Is this on Patreon? This is just out in the world, but uh-huh. we also, in addition to this, have a Patreon page where people can subscribe for special co- content, and they give like, yeah for like a dollar a month. Uh, we, we get bonus episodes mm-hmm. that Maria and I will do. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll answer their specific Patreon personal little big ones. Yeah. So go ahead, and we've got some merch. So. Check out the merch. Buy a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, yes, why not? You need your tees. You need your tees. Well, thank you so much for listening to, and we all say this together, the big ones. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you leave this in when we... we I leave it all in. Okay. She doesn't listen to these either. I hear it live. Yeah, well, thanks for listening to, to... the big ones. The, no! the big ones. Uh, Goodbye. Like this, we'll, we'll, we'll practice for you. Thanks for listening, listening to... to the, the, the big, big ones. ones. Was that a practice or will yeah. you? That, Thank, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks guys. for listening. No, I... Wait, you say it? I say that part and you come in on the big ones. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to the, the big, big ones. ones. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.